This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a special game day version of the Cards Cast. Game days don't have much bigger than this. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCamma, joined by publisher Joe Demlin. It's the annual Rivalry Louisville. Welcome into the KFCM Center. going to be a, quite a bit different this year instead of a sold out 20,000 plus crowd, you know, roaring down on the action on the floor. Be very limited. Very few are going to be in there. Jody, you'll be one of the ones in there. We're representing Cardinal Authority for this game, but uh, it, you know, it's it's kind of a tale of two things happening right now. Louisville trying to reestablish itself after a strong start, now 5 and 1, 1 and 0 in the ACC. Kentucky off to basically the worst start since what, 1925, 26 at 1 and 5. So Kind of a, a unique situation for for this year's uh, big game between the Cards and the Cats. I can tell you what's going to happen. That right. I have no idea what <laughs> is going to really happen in this game. I honestly, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I will be surprised at the outcome, no matter what it is. I mean, I re- I really don't. I mean, Kentucky's one in five. They're struggling. They're they're hitting. Tr- 23 and a half percent from three point range. I think after six games, they have over a hundred threes attempted. They're only hitting 42% from the field in all. And yet, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I look here, here's my thing about this. So and, and here's my thing about this whole thing. Louisville fans know it's not been a good time the last few years for Louisville in this rivalry. We don't have to tell you that we don't have to say that. If there's yeah. ever a time for Louisville um, to get a win and do it and 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 make the the fans just as happy as can be, this is that year. Just because a it would be a win against Kentucky and b it would continue uh, their slide. It would make them one and six. And and quite honestly, you know, I was talking to uh, to some of the uh, a couple of the Kentucky guys, and quite honestly, they feel like they after this they still have Texas left as a non-conference game, they feel like if they lose this game and they lose Texas, they're, they're probably not going to make the NCAA tournament because the SEC is not going to have a ton of, of quality wins in there, even if you win all your games. Uh, so think about that. I mean, yeah. as Louisville fans, you could really be on the verge of something you know, pretty special in this robbery, and that's putting them at one and six. Yeah, yeah, and it's extremely rare when this game rolls around that one, if not both teams, are ranked in the top 25. And now here we are in 2020, which maybe you want to chalk it up to 2020 being 2020. Neither team is sitting, you know, in the in the national polls. Um, obviously, a Louisville win here against Kentucky would probably lift them back right back into into the polls where after being there earlier in the year in the Kentucky at one of five, certainly a lot more difficult uh, challenge to, to get back to where they want to be. And, and the Wildcats, you know, basically they've dropped three straight to, to the ACC, you know, Georgia tech, you know, bloom out down in, in Atlanta, you know, they lost to Notre Dame and most recently to, to North Carolina. So looking for a, a four straight losses from the ACC. So I'm sure the, you know, the leagues would, would love, or the, at least the ACC would love to, to continue that streak for Kentucky as well. But 
yeah. and Michael, Go let ahead. me just let me just add, let me just add this. Um, we, you know, the last time I, I remember, and I like the time, the last time that the these two teams that neither were ranked in the AP poll, I think that year, if I'm not mistaken. One of them, I, I think it might have been Kentucky. I, I, I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm, it, I'm getting old and I don't remember. Was ranked in the USA Today, the end of the coaches poll. But I don't really consider that. I, I go by AP just because um, that's just the poll I've always grown up kind of following. Nine, in 2008 was the last time that the two teams weren't ranked. That was 89-75 Louisville in Rupp Arena that year. So hopefully the, the next time that these two teams aren't ranked, which is going to be now, is uh, is the same similar kind of outcome. Yeah, and again, it's going to be. I'd take situation. a fourteen point win right now, wouldn't you? Oh, most certainly, most certainly. You know, and and it's, it, I think it would be quite a win to win by fourteen as well. I mean, Louisville, you know, looked good in their first four games, and then obviously, as we know, the well documented you know eighteen day stretch with without a game, and you know, much of that uh, basically a pause or a halt, whatever you want to call it, where. They were confined to their rooms or whatever, just not participating as a team, you know, and now they're trying to slowly come back from the, the embarrassment at Wisconsin, uh, started to write things at, uh, you know, a depleted pit team. Let's, let's be honest with that, you know, but still it's a step in the right direction. And, and in talking uh, to coach Mack and, and Carly Jones on Thursday on Christmas Eve, um, you know, they were both saying, Hey, I've got more of my win back. Carly seems like he's, you know, more ready to go, ready to carry more of a, 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 I guess, of a role than he did against Pittsburgh. Because, I mean, he, he, you could tell he was still struggling in that game to, to catch his win. So, you know, having an even more healthy Carly Jones, and then obviously you've got the addition of Josh Nickelberry back in the roster. Louisville is trending in the, in the right direction. Uh, but still, you know, whenever you play Kentucky, like you know, Chris Mack said, you know, he's expecting, you know, to get their best, their best performance of the year uh, when the two tip it off here on Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. Um... For Kentucky, the crazy thing about this Kentucky team is I really thought, knowing these guys and seeing these guys on the recruiting trail, I really thought the beginning of the year, I thought, wow, this is uh, going to be a tough one. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be a tough year to get through. Um, and, you know, Brandon Boston, B.J. Boston, for whatever reason, he's averaging 14.5 points a game, but he's just hitting 36% from the field. He's 5 of 29 from 3, and uh, in, in, in also averaging 6.3 rebounds per game. Uh, but he hasn't he hadn't been himself like what people thought he would be. You know, and Terrence Clark kind of the same way. Uh, Terrence Clark's 8 of 18, I think is what it is, from the free throw line. And has 20 turnovers, um, averaging 12 and a half points a game for them. 20 turnovers to 13 assists. Kentucky 100 turnovers to 69 assists. And like I said earlier, 23 and a half percent from three-point range, and 40, 42.2, I think is what it is. Uh, yeah, 42.6 uh, from uh, from the field. So this is a Kentucky team that's got talent. Um, and, and they've got guys that can do it for whatever reason they have it. And I think this week we've seen uh, or, you know, when if you've read the stuff from Calipari, you saw the Cameron Fletcher thing where he was asked to leave the team. And uh, I expect him to be back and, and, and all that kind of good stuff. But if you if you read into the stuff this week, there's a lot of internal issues going on. And I think B.J. Boston and Terrence Clark are guys that probably um were a little overhyped and and probably are are in that uh, we're going to be one and done kind of category and 
you know, when things don't work out, it's it's tough for some of those kids to to make it. I mean, I, I, here's the thing about Kentucky, Michael, and this is the this is a crazy, crazy, crazy statement, but I truly believe it that through the first six games for them, and I haven't watched all of them. I watched a little bit of them against Georgia Tech and Notre Dame and a couple minutes against Kansas, and that's all I've really seen. But from everything I can gather and hear from people, the guy who came from Creighton as the sixth man at Creighton is the best player on Kentucky's basketball team. That's Davion Mintz. Think about that for a minute. The guy that came from Creighton is the best player on Kentucky's basketball team with the class that was ranked number one you know, in the country. Now, on the flip side of things, the guy that came from Bradford is Louisville's best player. But I think we all expected kind of that. I don't think the Mints thing, you, you expected that. And, uh, you know, let's just hope as as uh, on the Louisville side of things, let's just hope B.J. Boston continues to struggle from three. Terrence Clark continues not hit free throws and to make turnovers. And that those guys, you know, Devin Askew and Isaiah Jackson don't play up to their standards. Um, and it, it'll be interesting to see what John Calipari does with, you know, Dante Allen's been complaining. Cameron Fletcher's been complaining. There's others that want more minutes, obviously. It'll be interesting to see what he does with his minutes in this game. Yeah, I mean, whenever you start one and five, there's going to be some infighting, especially when it's at a program like Kentucky, where you've got a roster of guys who've got, you know, aspirations of being one and done guys and that are kind of chasing the you know, professional dreams early and in their career. Um, you know, but, but what a better way to, to, settle down those grumbles than with a, a big win over your rival. And, you know, and, and I know every time you mentioned their three point woes, everybody listening is like, yeah, don't say it because you know, what's going to happen. They're going to come out and they're going to, you know, have their best shooting night from, you know, from deep that they have all year long. And that's kind of reminds you of what Louisville saw against Wisconsin. And, and that's been a point that, that Chris Mack and the players uh, have been bringing up since then as they really need to tighten up defensively that they, they, they just obviously you cannot allow uh, an opponent to, to shoot even close to what Wisconsin did uh, against you know and have and have a chance to win and Louisville itself has to trim down on those turnovers 17 against Pittsburgh which really you know that and free throw woes are really what allowed the Panthers to, to hang around and make a, a run back at the Cardinals so the Louisville needs to take another step forward uh, in their process as well, as I'm sure Kentucky is, is striving to do as well. And, Jody, the big thing that, that worries me, not so much about Kentucky getting hot from the field, you know, even if they hit, I think if they hit, you know, in the low 40s, it's going to be a good ball game. But what really worries me, obviously, Oliver Saar, their, their big seven-foot senior, um, you know, gave Louisville troubles uh, last time they met. You know, there's some, they, they got some length. I mean, you're talking 6'10", seven foot, a couple six seven guys, you know, that, that could, you know, spell some trouble for, you know, a front court that, you know, we're talking Jalen Withers, a fr- you know, redshirt freshman. J.J. Trainer can play, you know, underneath a little bit. I mean, Dre Davis plays down low. Um, these are guys that are, that are still getting their footing, I guess, when it comes to college basketball. And it doesn't get much bigger than this, especially early on in the season when you're facing a rival like Kentucky. Um, so it's time for, you know, yeah. some youngsters to really step up and become more mature than than maybe their grade level says. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's the length, and that's the, that's the whole thing. If if Louisville can control their length and not turn the ball over like they have been, and, and a lot of them like they're, they're silly turnovers. You know, we talked about on the podcast uh, uh, earlier in the week from the, the you know the one the one we did looking back at the Wisconsin game, and then after the Pitt game, 
And, and I know of, of those 17, I know at least five of them were just kind of lackadaisical type turnovers. The one where DJ, on the opening possession of the game, DJ steps out of bounds. Well, that just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So, um, so you you can't let that happen. DJ did you know, it twice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Mack brought that up in, in his pregame press conference. He said after the pit game, he went out and measured the floor at Pittsburgh just to prove the point. Like, look, this isn't a high school gym or somewhere where they, they, they brought the lines in. I mean, you guys just got to pay attention where you're on the floor. I mean, you just, you know, unforced errors like that, you know, just, you know, not even pushed. I mean, it was just, I'm going to step on the line and give the ball back basically. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that's what you've got to do. So I think if they can control the length, I mean, I, I really think, um, I, I'm more confident than I have been in a long time in this. And All I think right. a lot of it is the fact that Kentucky isn't what we thought they, this team was going to be with, with them. And they've struggled. Uh, I mean, look, face it. I'm not, this is, this is no knock and Louisville could lose to these two teams, these teams, but, but Notre Dame beat them. And I think Louisville's better than Notre Dame, Georgia tech beat them. And I think Louisville's quite a bit better than Georgia tech. And they beat them 79, 62, Carolina beat them, and I think Louisville is very comparable to Carolina. So I, I, you know, let's uh, let's let's end this. Let's let's get the ACC sweep out and uh, and make it 0 for four for Kentucky. Um, and uh, and, and they would you would you would also put some very serious um, strain on on that program and on the fan base moving forward uh, if they are to start out one and six. And uh, I guarantee you. It'd be a nice. Uh, it would be a nice late Christmas present, the uh, the uh, day after Christmas, for Chris Mack and uh, and and his guys uh, and the squad, if they could give this Christmas present to uh, the fans. So we'll have uh, Michael. We'll have our picks up, and uh, we've got video. We've got all kinds of other things going on as well too. But uh, uh, we've got you covered on the big game, and uh, hope everyone has uh, a, a great Christmas. And uh, again. We get a big present. Maybe Carleek can deliver a, a, a 25 point effort as a present for everybody. I think I would take that. So uh, oh, yeah. I, I know I know you would as well. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been a special game day edition of the Cards Cast. Louisville and Kentucky, the Battle of the Bluegrass at the KFC Yum Center. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.